South Carolina, join in this morning. Somebody call somebody from South Carolina. North Carolina, where you at? North Carolina, Tar Heel State. I say, I hear the, I hear Virginia's some lovers. I hear them on the line, but do I see them on Facebook this morning? I'm just checking. I don't know where you're at, huh? Call Miss Shay. Miss Shay, call Miss Vonda up. KJ, let them know. Call them up. Call yes, them up. Let them know where you're at. Let them know where you're at. We're on, the, we're on the hotline this morning, y'all, with the W-O-R-D. That's right, y'all. Go ahead and tune in so you can get in on the word, y'all. Get in. Oh, that Augusta, Georgia, just checked in, the home of James Brown. That's right. That's what I'm talking about, the hardest-working man. Well, it used to be a hard-working man, but Augusta, Georgia is a hard-working place. Good morning, Pauline, Virginia. Good morning, VA. There you go, VA. VA, what's up, Kim Kim? VA is in the line. VA is in the line. Oh, Miss oh, Miss Courtney's on the line. Y'all up and at it this morning. Y'all are up and at it this morning. That's right. Go ahead and share with folks this morning. Let them know. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. That's my water, man. I'm supposed to water. I told y'all morning was coming, y'all. I told y'all morning was coming. I told y'all, hey, get on in there, honey. Get in there. Get in there. There you go. Readjust this morning. Here, let me give you another water. It got cold. I'm going to get a cup of cool again. I think I'm going to that water. I'm going to stay. Y'all saw me leave. Y'all saw me leave and come back again. Hey, we back again, y'all. I'm back. That's right. That's right. Good morning. Go ahead and share with folks this morning. Let them know Mike and who? Mona on the hotline this morning, y'all. What's up? What's up, Miss P. Washington from Virginia? I'm telling y'all, we showing. Look, what's up? What's up, Miss Lady? I'm telling you, folks are coming in from all around the world. Go ahead and share this morning because today's message is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's good every day. You know why it's good? Because God woke me up and started me on my way, and he woke you up too. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. You wouldn't be listening right now, so... Thank you for calling in this morning. Thank you for keeping connected on the WORD, y'all. We are here. Hey, I believe, I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there. I believe this is going to be a national radio talk show. I believe that. I'm telling y'all right now. I'm just, I'm just, it's going to be Mike and Mona in the morning. Y'all hear me? I don't know. Maybe Mike and Mona at night, too. I don't know. But Mike and Mona, Mike and Mona in the morning, the talk show, y'all, the radio show, the broadcast that talks about the what? The word. We are teaching this word, y'all. We just, it's a Bible study, but you know what I'm saying? It's a motivational Bible study. It ain't your regular Bible study. It's a motivation because you got to get motivated. Just because you read the Bible don't mean you know how to apply it. Just because you apply it don't mean you can't experience it. But when you begin to uh, comprehend it, apply it, experience it, and then it comes in full manifestation, boom, that's the word, y'all. That's how the word come alive. So I'm excited. Y'all go ahead. Like, y'all let us know. Yeah, put, go ahead and call the folks up this morning. Tell them to tune in. Hit it with the notification. The Mike and Mona is up and at it this morning, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know why? The message for today, we just thought that was the message. The message today is moving from faith to faith. Y'all got it? Moving from faith to faith. And the reason why we're going to go into that message this morning after the morning says the morning prayer is because I just believe that we got to continue to increase our faith. We're reading from the book of Ephesians, Ephesians 2 today, y'all. I like to read the whole thing so you can get it down 
Fine. So let's go ahead. I want to let's get it. Get on in there. Get in there. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I just computer. Don't no move. Watch this. Watch this. Boom. There you go. Black and white. No, no. Chocolate and vanilla. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and vanilla here this morning. Let's get ready to do this. Do this thing, honey. Let's do it. All right. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I thank you for excellent elevation. All of the grace, the gratitude, the strength, and the courage to grab the harvest just before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Hey, I'm going to start from the book. Yesterday we read from the book of Ephesians. We started with Ephesians 1, and today we're going into Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2 this morning. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading from the book of Ephesians, because I just want to just kind of continue to lay the foundation. Uh, where it says here, Ephesians 2, and, and this is the NIV, y'all can follow, because this Bible reading is all about understanding. You comprehend, you apply. You apply, you experience. You experience, it comes into manifestation. So you begin to see what God can do in your life. Because that's really the way we get up every day, because we're saying, look, what is God going to do today in my life? I mean, I'm excited about it, because I know he's doing something wonderful in my life been working hard all weekend, and, you know, just been rocking and rolling. But you know what I said what I said today? He, he gives us something to work towards. He keeps giving us more strength. He gives us more mercy. He gives us more grace. He gives us more faith. Because see, faith, I'm going to get to it in a minute. Just, 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 just wait to read Ephesians uh, uh, 2. Ephesians 2. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world, and all and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work at those who are disobedient. All of us lived through them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving a wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgression. It is by grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Therefore, remember that formerly you were, you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship, in Israel and foreigners in the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. 
he came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. That's Ephesians 2, y'all, the entire chapter of Ephesians 2. So, so, so from 1 to 18, 1 to 21, 2, all right? So we read Ephesians today because I just wanted us to begin to just kind of look at this thing. And it talks about here how one we are one in Christ. We are in God. Now, we've been talking about this through the relationship scriptures that we've been sharing with you from Jeremiah 29 and 11, John 10 and 10, Romans 12 and 2. Then we went back and we talked about Job 17 and 9 and how we got to keep moving forward. See, what Paul is doing here is that he's continuing to write in this letter to the Ephesians so that he can encourage them to keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. See, on a daily basis, you got to continue to renew your mind, and you got to keep moving forward with the Word of God. Because, see, you can have faith one day for one day. My, my discussion today is faith plus faith, mo- mo- moving forward, faith by faith. That means taking another step because you believed yesterday. Sometimes challenges today make you stop believing. So when you're beginning to listen to what God's Word is, you begin to apply it, you begin to experience it, and you see the manifestation, well, that may be enough for today. But you've got to increase your faith the next day. You know why? Because we've already shared it with you. Go back to that triangle we talked about. Jeremiah 29 and 11, it talks about a promise, right? He's going to make sure we're prosperous. He's going to make sure that no harm comes to us. He's going to make sure that uh, we, we keep renewing our minds so that once we can get to that level of hope and the future. Right? That's what Jeremiah 29 11 shares with us. Then you go to John 10 and 10, and then what? The thief comes. The thief comes and still comes to joy. So think about this. Today, everything's well. Everything's good. Everything's all good today. But then tomorrow, all oh, hell breaks loose. What are you going to do tomorrow? You're going you're gonna to fall now? You're going to give up? You're going to just faint? Boom, fall out on the side of the road? I ain't going to do nothing about it. Or you going to address the issue? You've got to begin to increase your faith for that next day. See, as you're increasing your faith, you're believing the word. You've got to stick to the word, y'all. You've got to stick to the script. The script is that the word works, right? It, doesn't, it works every single day. But sometimes we don't work the word every day. So the devil tries to attack you with the moment that you get weak, the moment that you start to give up, the moment that you start to procrastinate, the moment that you don't deal with situations and you're going to just get worse and worse and worse and worse. No, 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 no. Like I said, the word works, period. Work the word. Work the word. So as we're moving from faith to faith, what it said is we're going to increase your faith every single day. Increase your faith every single day. I like it when it says right here. It says right here. 
But we got to what? Be in God. We got to be in God. We got to be in Christ. Okay? Just remember that. See, this is why it says from the beginning. I like this right here. He says, this is in uh, Ephesians 1, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good work, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, it, and if this ain't real, I don't know what is. Remember we talked about Genesis 1 and 26, and we were created. We were created by who? We were created by God. No, no, who created? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit created. They got together, right? They got together and they created. They said, listen, I'm going to make you. I'm going to put my DNA in you. I'm going to make you like our image. I'm going to create you in our image. Now, when they did that, everything that we needed then, they put inside of us. Everything, everything we needed right then. He did it in advance because he knew that situations were going to come along that we needed to have that inside of us that we needed. So what he's done is he's created something called faith. And then he's put that faith inside of it. He said, now, when you need that faith, you activate it. He said, now, you're going to need it at different times because different situations will come about, and you've got to be able to address different situations differently with more faith. See, it's one thing here. We'll give you a prime example. It's one thing having faith for something small, right? It's another thing to have faith for something big. It was, it was so, I was so encouraged yesterday when I was speaking with this brother yesterday, and we were just riding down the road, you know, we just worked together, and, and, you know, he said, um, he said, Mr. Woods, he said, you know, um, I don't want much out of life, you know, and I want some things, but I don't want much, you know, but he said, I, I, I can never imagine having a house that's uh, $4,200 a month. I said, you can't imagine having a house for a month? He said, no, I can't imagine. He said, I just couldn't, I just couldn't imagine that. And I asked the brother, you know, as I was talking to him, he asked, I said, how many kids you got? He said, five. I said, you got five kids? Man, you need a house that's $4,200 a month. You got more kids than that, than that two feet, two of them, two of them put together. I said, you need a house with five kids and all young kids, too? I said, but see, you don't need it for you. I said, you need it. You need it for them. I said, what do you mean, Mr. Woods? I said, see, you have to... You have to go to that level so one of your children will say, Daddy, I, need a, I want a house like that too, one in my life. See, because if you can't see it in your mind, if you don't have the faith for it, if you don't have the belief for it yourself, then it's very difficult for someone who's looking at you to actually have that belief in you. Yeah, I'm going to repeat that, okay? See, I got to have faith in myself that I believe I can do it. When I have faith in myself, I believe I can do it. You then have faith in me to believe I can do it as well because I'm working towards it. What God is good. <coughs> Got a little cold this morning, but that's okay. We call it out. We call it out right now. That cold is coming out. It's coming out right now in the name of Jesus. It's coming out. It doesn't matter if I have faith in what you believe in. All that matters is that you have faith in what you believe in and that you can see what you can see mm-hmm. because no one outside of you can affect what's inside of me. <laughs> Absolutely. See, this is why it's so important. This is why it's so important. It's important because your faith must continue to increase. Whose faith? Your faith. If you're believing for something, 
you got to believe that God wants you to have that thing no matter what. Your faith has to be so strong that even if the people closest to you don't believe it, you have to be, you have to literally go from faith to faith. Continue increasing. You got to see, this is why it's so important, and I, I, I get excited about this thing called faith, because, see, every day God wakes you up and he starts you on your way. He's already created you now. That's what you've already, you, you already gotten that basis, right? What he's asking you is, what do you want today? That's what God is asking. He said, what do you want today? What do you, what do you want to do today? What, what, he said, I already got a plan for you. I already created you for a purpose. Now, the purpose is, is for you to reach your full potential before you exit. And I believe you read there that not only, he also, not only did he give you the faith, but he also put inside of us the work. Oh, yeah. The work. Oh. I heard you say that, that he also put the work inside of us ahead of time. Uh, absolutely. Before. He said before. He said, he, said before. he said when you were created. He prepared us in advance. In advance. And the work was prepared in advance for us. Absolutely. But you have to believe it. You got to believe it. Yes. So no matter what, see, right now you got to believe that you have what you need to succeed. Now, do you always have all of it? No, 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 no. That's why you got to go from faith to faith. Everything ain't always going to be right there what you need. You got to go from faith to faith. I know some folks, you know, they got to see it in their hands. They got to see it. They don't believe it till they see it. Come on now. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. God doesn't want like God said, listen, listen. He said, listen, he said, listen. I'm going to give you faith. But you got to keep going back to the word to get more faith. The more you go back to the word to get more faith, I'm going to increase you even more. He keeps saying abundance. I mean, he just says, he says in the Bible over and over, abundance, abundance, more than you can ask or think. That is going from faith to faith. You're believing for more. You're doing more. You're working more towards believing what God says. See, that's the thing. That's why nobody on the outside can affect your faith on the inside because God put something in you that he may not have put in anybody else. He gave you your faith. But you got to keep going from faith to faith like blowing up a balloon. Oh, and I blow you oh, You keep blowing that balloon up. Oh, oh, you keep blowing it up. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, your faith must increase also. Because, see, remember now, John 10 and 10, the thief comes to what? To steal, to kill, and destroy. So the thief is going to try to come and punch your balloon with a pencil. He's going to try to punch it with a pen. He's going to try to blow it up. He's going to try to say, listen, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I don't want you to have the good things that God has for you. <laughs> so here we go. What we have to do is to keep going back to the Word. Keep going back to the what? Back to the Word. You continue to go over and over and over and over and over again back to the Word. See, oh, I got a good one here, y'all. Y'all write this down. Write this down. This is good. The Word every day keeps the devil at bay. Oh, y'all, that just came to me right then. The Word every day Keep the devil at bay. Do you know what I'm saying, honey? See, you got to keep that devil on the run. See, the devil don't like when you have faith. The devil don't like when you increase your faith. The devil is saying to you, give up. Every day, give up, give up, give up. You can't make it. Give up. No, 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 no. 
But when you go back to that word, especially in the morning, wait, I get, I mean, y'all talking about getting lit. I get lit when I wake up in the morning. I hear that word in the morning, and the word of God says you can do it. Boy, I'm on and popping. I'm ready to just, I'm ready to run up out of here, y'all. You know why? Because the word says, the word says that God wants this for me, and he wants it for you too. You know, when you talk about that, the seed, the work, he's already put it inside of us, right? Well, how do you how do you discover it? A lot of times I find that you discover it by exposure. When you are out there and you see all that God can do, you will then get an unction inside of you that you that you say to yourself, Oh my God, I want that for myself and that's the Holy Spirit talking to you and he's saying you can have it. Oh, you're sounding better, honey. You're sounding better. You see that? You're and sounding that, better. And that happened when we went to Florida and we saw so many beautiful places um, by the water. I mean, <coughs> the old me, you would, I would have been like, God, this is not for me because that's what the devil does. He convinces you that mm-hmm. it's not for you. If God puts you in a place where you can actually see better, you can see his work, and he and you feel that unction inside of you. You're supposed to go after it. You're supposed to realize that, hey, this is for me. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But you gotta believe it, though. Absolutely, and you have to go after it because you really get what you go, what you set out to get. And you can't procrastinate. Mm-mm. The more you procrastinate, the more the devil attacks you. Yeah, because fear, when you, when you see what it is that you want and you go after it, right, if you don't do it immediately, then fear shrinks you back. Mm-hmm. Fear shrinks you back. I was going to fear this, but again, shrinks you back. Y'all like that? Y'all like that? Fear is going to do what? Shrink you back. It's going to make you afraid to go for what God already said you can have. This is why it's so important to increase your faith. You increase your faith by getting back into the Word. You know, sometimes you go through the craziest stuff when you stay away from the Word. That's why the Word every day keeps the devil at bay. The Word every day keeps the devil at bay. The devil don't want you to hear this. The thief don't want you to know about the good news that God has. That's why the good news is the gospel. No matter what's going on. Listen, I can have a terrible day yesterday, and I wake up today and be like, Oh, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I want another one of them days, Lord. Yes. Because what? He woke me up and said, listen, come on. You can do it again. Increase your faith. Yes, it was challenging yesterday, but keep moving forward. Keep moving forward with the word. See, our objective is this. It's really simple for us, okay? Our objective is for you to comprehend the word, begin to apply it. I mean, just, just try it. I mean, just try it. Just see. Just, just, just try it. Then you begin to experience it. And when you talk about exposure, Ramona, some folks like being in the small environment that they're in. Yeah. They like that because what, they, they don't, they don't want to experience anything different. That's why we travel every year. We travel every year to keep exposing our minds to all that God has created. I mean, we're going, we're going to Dubai in January of 2020. We just got back from 
you know, Jamaica, we've been to Brazil, we've been to uh, Italy, Venice, Paris, Rome. We've been around the world, y'all. We, we're going to continue to travel around the world. Why? We want to expose our minds. But we're going to Dubai. Now, we're not just going to Dubai. We're going to Dubai, Abu Dhabi. We're going all over. I mean, I'm going to feel like the king of, 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 uh, of the Middle East when I get over there. I'm going to have a little thing around my head, turban. Yeah, I'm going to do all that. I'm going to do it all. We'll ride a camel. Yes, I'm going to ride a camel. So, but think about this. We are exposing ourselves so that, one, we have a greater appreciation for what God created. Yeah. We're exposing ourselves because we're saying God has created all these things for us. We want to enjoy them. We don't want to be limited in our thinking, but we're also doing it because we're expanding the people around us. See, you can't feel the sand of Dubai in your toes sitting in your living room. you got to go there. We go because, one, we want to experience all that God has, not some all that God has. We are going through this thing called life and I want all that God has for me. I want it all, y'all. I want it all. I want everything that he has for me. That's the when we went to Florida. You, you began to open your mind. You said, this is for me. Yes, this is for me. I'm telling you all this for you, too. You got to start dreaming. You got to start not just dreaming. You got to start working that word. It's one thing to be in a dream. I mean, you can dream all night long. You can dream, but if you don't get up and work that word in the morning, I'm sorry. You just had a dream, okay? You just had a dream. Wake up. Let's work the word by doing what? Increasing our faith. Faith that God has it for you, too. He has it waiting for you. The question is, the question of the day is, what are you asking God for? What do you want him to do in your life? Not just what are you asking God for. What are you actually going out to get? I mean, what, what is it? What's waking you up in the morning? It can't be just money. It can't be just that. Um, it, it, it has to be something much bigger than money. When I was out there um, in Florida and I, was, I had this magazine, and this magazine had all of these places where I'm talking about 50 million 100 million, 85 million, 15 million, the numbers were absolutely staggering. And I asked myself, I said, wow, why is it that these people have gotten to this level? And I just realized it's really quite simple. They got what they set out to do. They believed that they can have it. They had the desire to get it. And they put the work in to get it. Now, I don't know if, I haven't decided if that's what I want, but whatever it is that I want, I'm going after it. And I am excited about what God has for us. And I'm excited for what God has for you. But you have to go after it. And when you're going after it, Mentorship is so important, you all. Mm. You have got to always, when, when we were going after our very first building, this 47,000 square foot building, I will never forget it. I was scared. I was like, my God, I was trying to find a diamond in the rough, <coughs> something that I knew we could afford immediately just by ourselves. But the building, that's our first building, it took a lot of faith to actually purchase this building. But 
it got easier when we found someone that already had lots of buildings, and he happened to be in Florida, and uh, Michael spent like $500 on a plane ticket and um, hotels just to be around his mind. His mind. Right. It wasn't that we were looking for a check from him nope. or for him to co-sign on nope. it. Nope. We just wanted his mind. And sure enough, when Michael got his mind in, in respect to how we can get a 47,000-square-foot building, then it became easy. Because mentorship says, I know you don't know some things, but your mentor knows some things that they've gone through that's going to help you to get to where you need to get to. But see, some folks don't want to invest in mentorship. They want to be around crazy folks. They want to be around folks who ain't going nowhere, who ain't doing nothing. No, no, no. I believe very strongly in mentorship. And when I spent that time with my mentor in Florida, that was one of the, I mean, I, I, I just flew there. And listen, I, he said to me, he said, just come, just, you know, just, just see how I roll. And I spent time with him, and as, as we were talking in the car, riding around in the Maybach and just chilling, I mean, you, you know, we was just chilling, he was just working. But, you know, he went to get a haircut, and I was right there with him when he got a haircut. He went to a board meeting, I mean, he was in the board meeting, he said, sit over there. And I sat over there in the board meeting, and he chewed his employees like, like I wasn't even there. He didn't care whether I was there or not. I mean, he just said, it's the job got to be done. And you got to do the job the way it can be. I mean, he was just going off. Then we got out of the meeting. He was just as nice as everybody. He's about to be. I said, wow. He sure chewed that butt out, but he's sure not nice now. Okay, was I in the same meeting that he was in? But I began to talk to him about different things. I went to his son's baseball, basketball game. And we sat there, and I cheered for his son just like I cheered for my kids. And we, we, we went to go out to dinner. And, you know, I, I sat there and talked with the whole family at dinner. And, you know, we just sat there just because he invited me in because, he saw that I desired something. Why? I put skin in the game. Right. And he taught me one thing. He said, never, never. He said, never do business with somebody who don't put skin in the game. He says, that's not a good partnership. He says, that's not a good partnership. No, they want part of your ship. Right. But they don't want a partnership, okay? They want to take you apart, but they don't want to partner with you. So he said, and he taught me so many things. So when I went back and do the deal for the building, oh, he prepared me. He said, you're going to say this. They're going to say that. You're going to come back with this, and they're going to come back with that. And the one thing that he, Michael never did, when he found, when God put in his life, the man who already owned several buildings, right, and the man gave him instructions on how he can get the building, he never consulted with anybody else who never bought a building. I didn't, because I already, I already I met the person who already bought many, many buildings. I built a multi-million dollar company. I mean, so who I got to consult with, my cousin? Huh? Ray Ray? Who I, who, who, who I need to call in? No one. Because, see, my mentor gave me, the, he gave me the understanding that I needed to get to the next level. If your mentor is not trying to plant good seeds in you, right, that's not a mentor. Because a mentor, don't, he ain't going to do it for you. Now, he did not come buy the building for me. He did not get on the phone and negotiate the deal. He just told me what he did and told me how to do it, and I had to execute. Because I had to go from one level of faith, because Ramona's level of faith was this small, raggedy building. My level of faith, I mean, building one more than 10,000 square feet. God took me to a building that was 47,000 square feet sitting on five acres. No, I knew I didn't have the money for it. But you know what? I had the mind. See, you're, oh, this is good. 
See, what God does is he puts you around people who have the mind, who have the mindset that you need to get what you desire. But you got to set out to get it. That's number one. You got to set out to get the things that God has for you. If you don't set out to get it, you ain't going to get it. It ain't going to be God. And, and, and when you are, when you're just throwing your ideas to a mentor, and the mentor says, yes, go for it. Yes, just do A, B, C. Don't think about the process. Dude. Just do A. And then when you finish A, move on to B. <laughs> Check this out. I had, this is the craziest part. I'm going to share this with y'all because this is so important. It was so crazy. I went, I found the building. I, 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 I started negotiating in the building. Started doing my deals, you know, making it, getting, getting everything together. Guess what, y'all? I did not have the money. Yeah, y'all didn't hear me. We had a multi-million dollar building, and I didn't have the money to get the building. I didn't know. I, listen, I didn't hear any of the other stuff. I just set out to get what I set out to get, right? I asked Ramona, did we have the money for the closing? At the closing. At the closing. But y'all hear is that crazy or what? I, I know folks don't understand that. See, you don't understand that, that. I did not ask her before we went into the meeting. I did not ask her before we got to the bank. I did not ask her, like, months ahead, honey, are you saving the money? Because I know we're out here working hard enough, but do you have the money set aside? No, 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 no. When the man said to Ramon, I said, I, he said to me too, but, you know, I didn't hear what he said. He said, uh, that would be $130,000. Uh, would you like to do that in a cashier's check? But that's for the closing, y'all. We're here at that table. And you know me, I'm like one of those uh, deer in the head, like, oh, I'm like, oh, 130. And I said, I said to Ramon, I said, you got the money? And I said, this is a fine time for you to ask. <laughs> at the bank, at the closing, y'all. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, my faith was so strong, I didn't even check with her to see whether or not she had the money already set aside to do the deal that I've been doing. You know why? I set out to get. That was where my faith was. See, my faith was so heavy that it wasn't about the money. It was about believing that God had this building for us. I done walked around the building. I done talked to God about what's going to go in the building. I walked around that building. He was talking to me when I was walking around, and I know my wife was saying, honey, this is a 47,000-square-foot building. You better get yourself out. You better get your shocking self off out of here. All right? But no, 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 no. My faith was so strong, I just kept on walking. I kept on talking to God. I kept on increasing my faith. I kept on believing. See, I don't know if you know, but when things get rough, when things seem tough, when things seem impossible to the world, you got to turn to the word, and you got to believe what God said about you. Y'all going to make me run around this house this morning. Because, see, what God has done is you say, listen, I'm going to put that inside of you. I'm going to put it right there. He said, when you need it, you call on it. What are you going to call on? The word. He said, don't call on the world. He said, call on the word. When you call on the world, your faith increases. And my chest got a little bit. When my wife said to the banker, she took that check, that envelope, y'all, and she took that check, and she slid that check, $130,000, now she slid that check to the other side. Have you ever seen somebody go from, uh, uh, who's that, uh, who's that little one, from Clark Kent, the Superman? I rose up in that bank, y'all. 
I rose up. I was like, baby, you got it, baby. Baby, you did that thing. You did that thing. I was so excited because then what I saw was I saw my face manifest. See, I began to comprehend, apply, and experience, and begin to see that the word of God was when she passed that check over to that banker, I was like, geez, brother. I mean, I was like, I was like a big black bear, y'all. I was smiling from ear to ear. I was like, you could, you had to, you had to take me and turn me sideways to get out that door. Because I said, listen, I had the faith for it, but my wife had the money for it right there waiting because what? She was my helpmate. She helped me. She kept saving them coins left and right. While I was working the thing, she was taking them coins, putting them to the side. Taking them coins, putting them to the side. Because she didn't know what I was going for. She had enough for what she thought we should have. But she didn't have enough of what I thought I would have because I, I blew it up. I went above and beyond believing in God. See, that's why it's so good to have good people around you. That's why it's so good to have good people around you working behind the scenes. See, some folks don't believe in your vision. See, she believed enough. I believe, but she believed enough to know that down the road, my husband will do something crazy. He always has. He's always gone above and beyond what I would even ask him to think. But I'm even prepared for him. But I'm telling you, on that day, y'all, on that day, I felt like the incredible hawk up in that bank. You couldn't tell me now. I was walking around that bank excited. And there's something that God has put in each and every one of you. And fear sets you back over and over again. And you constantly go back to that same thing because God, in advance, he put it in you. In advance, it's already there. And the work is already there also for you, but you are afraid. You constantly let fear stop you from accomplishing the things that God has for you. I'm telling you right now, stop shrinking back to fear. Cut that out. Take fear and just chop it at the head. How do you do it? By constantly going after more, by putting yourself in places that you feel uncomfortable and finding mentors that are going to press you, that are going to push you in the same direction that God wants you to go. So please stop shrinking. You will always get what you set out to get. You get what you set out to get. So go after more, ladies and gentlemen. Go after more. Absolutely. Go after more, y'all, and don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Because, see, the objective is if you to stay on course. Stay on course. Stay on course. Don't, don't give up, y'all. Don't give up. Just stay focused. Stay focused. Don't let, don't let the world stop the word from working in your life with fear. No, 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 no. You got to go for it. You have to go for it. And what we're believing is we're believing today that if you work the word, the word is going to work in your life. And remember that. I gave a good one today. I said what? Daily what? Huh? Y'all, y'all got it. Somebody got it on, on, on Facebook already this morning. All right? The word every day. The word every day keeps the devil at bay. See, today the devil is afraid of me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The devil said, I ain't messing with that crazy man today. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. I ain't messing with that crazy woman today because what? 
they got the word this morning. No, 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 no. Uh, not today, devil. Not today, because I'm prepared. I'm prepared, y'all, and I know that you're prepared as well, and we hope that God bless you every single day. I know that Taylor mentioned today we're going to do a testimony Tuesday. I, I, I'm not too sure, but I thank you all. It's 6.40, and we got to go. We got to go. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength, and the courage to grab the harvest as before. This I ask you in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, y'all. Hey, I want to thank y'all for joining me today. I, I, I did I did hear about this. My daughter mentioned it to me. She said, Dad, she said at 6 p.m. this evening, we're going to do a testimony Tuesday, testimony to you. If this broadcast, if this, if this word every day has been blessing you, we'd like to just get on this evening at 6 p.m. I'm putting it out there at 6 o'clock p.m. We're going to do a testimony Tuesday. If this Mike and Mona in the morning has really just helped you to develop and helped you to begin to understand that God has some great things for you, join us this evening at 6 p.m. We go live on Facebook. It's going to be about maybe, maybe 30 minutes. 30 minutes is normal. But just this evening at 6 p.m., we're going to be doing a testimony Tuesday, y'all. So I hope you guys join in. For those who are calling in, thank you all for calling in on the call-in line. We appreciate you all tremendously. And you can catch us at 605-472-5349, access code 454-760. You can catch us from Tuesday through Friday, also on the call-in line. So we are so thankful. Y'all have a wonderful day, y'all. And I'm out. I'm out. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, hold on, there we go. Thank you, Michael and Ramona. You're welcome, you're welcome, my dear. I am going after what I want. That's right. In the name of Jesus, I ain't going by myself. Come on now. Mm. I'm rolling with somebody. Come on. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you all for calling in, y'all. We love you so very much. Love you too. Feel better, Ramona. She's already feeling better in the name of Jesus. You know in what I'm saying? Let's Jesus. say that. Let's yeah. say Come on. That. That's what I'm talking Let's about. Let's say that and see that. She's going to work out right now, y'all. You know my wife. Yeah, oh, my wow. wife going to do this every day. She's going to keep it working. She's going to keep cold out. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're going to work it out. I'm going to go run a little bit myself. I'm going to do a little something, something. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> All right, y'all have a good day.